The following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S.com. Corey, how do you like your nipples? Toasty. You like your nipples draped in luxury? All the time. All the time? Well, if you love luxurious feeling nipples, I suggest you go and support some of the people who sponsor our show. Huh? 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 I don't see how I could not. <laughs> go ahead and take you and your nipples, and you're going to go over to our first one, which is uh, he does all our art. He's a really good friend of ours, uh, Brad Gunnarsson, Statusphere Merch, statusphere.merch.com. Use the coupon code TERROR. Get, you, get yourself 15% off of your order there. And furthermore, you can take take the same set of nipples, head over to thehate.com, T-H-E-H-V-I-I-I.com, three eyes. Use HBG15, get you 15% off there, treat yourself and your nipples. And I only wish I had more than three nipples to use. Welcome to episode 72 of the Podcast of Air, production of the Galactic Network. It's the podcast for all things scary. I'm your host, Matt Stein. With me, as always, is... Corey Scott, another man. I'm, I'm having a rough day. How are you? I feel like I've been downgraded in the new year. What the fuck? That's harsh. Like we have always our, this our little banter back and forth, and I feel good about it at the end. No, no, right. no I you, feel hurt. God, your ten seconds to talk is up. Right? We talked about this yeah. before. We're starting a fucking timer when you talk. <sighs> no, I saved that for else. Now you got me. <laughs> now you got me uncomfortable and sweaty. The first show of 2017. I'm already sweaty. How I wanted you. Oh, whatever. This week we are joined by some guy named Brandon Raymond and a, and a dumpster slut named Ashley Gagnon. Hey, guys. Hey. I like how they rhyme. Brandon rhymes as slut. It, no, I'm sorry. Um, what? Random slut. Brandon the random slut. Brandon random slut. Just so our listeners understand, Ashley okayed. The yeah, yeah, she did. I did ask her if I could call her a dumpster slut before I called her a dumpster I, I don't slut. even think we brought that to the table. I think that was already on the table. Yeah. We were just like, oh, if we're going to pick random things up. Like yeah, she's just self-proclaimed. It's fine. Yeah, she okay. So th- th- that bears explanation that she wasn't supposed to be here, and then we were testing Hangouts with her, which is what we use to stream to YouTube, um, for something that her and Brandon are planning on doing. And we're like, "Well, you might as well just hang out." She's like, "Well, we haven't. I haven't watched the movie." And Corey's like, "Well, neither have I." So then <laughs> <laughs> here we are with an extra guest. Yay! Nothing wrong with that. She's a fan, super fan. It's true. Yeah. I mean, your chat room is here. You're good. Yeah, I don't even have to pay attention seven. to YouTube chat right now because it's currently on the show. Yeah. Yes, guys. Well, thanks for coming, I guess, kind of. Hey, Yay. Whatever. Hi. Whatever. I don't care. I'm here to make your show terrifyingly bad. Well, I do that on my own. I don't need you for that. Pretty sure I'm going to take the gold on this one today. <sighs> I don't know. I'm pretty happy to be here for the sweaty edition of the show. The sweaty. I, I had to bring a blanket because my nipples were hard. And now I'm sweaty. So, is, so is this what menopause is like? <laughs> For more on this podcast, including show notes, contact info, and subscription links, you That's can go awesome. to gncast.com slash pod. If you choose to, if you feel like it after this, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm enticed. Uh, you can chat with us on our Slack channel or just randomly show up on screen. That happens. And uh, oh, I you a little. go to gncast.com slash sign up. <laughs> While you're there, you can also subscribe to our newsletter. 
And uh, we are spoiler heavy. We're going to talk about Land of the Dead by George Romero. And feelings. And we're going to call our super fans dumpster sluts. That's kind of us. That's true. Um, it, it should also be mentioned that we are recording this on New Year's Day. At like, you can tell just by looking at Matt. <laughs> <the afternoon. laughs> if you're watching this, you already know because I kind of look like what would happen if a human being was run over multiple times. Matt Except for looks your pets, a little bit like what worried. it looks like if you were fucked to death by Behind a gorilla. A by a dumpster. <laughs> by Ashley. I Ashley. didn't pick up the dumpster slut meant you were actually being anally rammed by the dumpster itself. She puts on a gorilla costume and just fucks people to death behind a dumpster. Matt Stein looks like what happens after a night with Ashley Gagnon. God damn it. I like how your favorite activity is in your last name. And it's not it's the non part. Yeah. Choking on dick. <laughs> <laughs> Not gag non, gag many. <laughs> gag many. Can you legally change your last name to gag on them all? Right. <laughs> I really thought that non was the like giant dude from Superman 2, the 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 <sighs> big dumb Kryptonian. So I thought that it was like she was very specific. <laughs> what? We'll go with it. We are open for all kinds of theories. Gag Mon L. Is Mon L the chick? Is... That's Supergirl, right? Is, is, is the t- <laughs> oh, not- it's the dude from Daxum on Supergirl right now. That's, that's <laughs> oh, it rhymed. That's all that matters. I'm, yeah, I, I like stopped paying attention for forty five seconds to look up Superman two and got lost. <laughs> Thanks, guys. In the Phantom Zone. In what? The Phantom Zone. God damn! I swear to God, it's like the best Superman movie that's ever existed. Is it really? Get an education. I have. I have one. <laughs> The government wants me to pay them back for it, too. Ashley, can you use the uh, cellophane S for a dental dam? What? I don't think so. Never tried, though. No? I mean, cling wrap never clings to what it's supposed to cling to. Jesus. It clings to all the wrong spots. The cellophane S from Superman 3, you know? Oh, oh, yes. Good call. A super dental dam. (sighs) Wow. Wow. But can it stop Superman's super sperms? For 48 hours, people. I want to make sure Lois didn't get pregnant because that thing's going to keep through her fucking. Line it with some kryptonite dust. Kryptonite condoms incoming. Well, what? Right. Well, the small rats? Lois Lane needs to be on top because everyone knows you can't get pregnant if you're on top. It just runs out. But then if he gets too excited, he shoots her into orbit. You just squeeze her like a tube of toothpaste. Just. I don't want Shoots out the bottom. On top is bad. I don't want a wet acorn in my lap. If you have oh. a kryptonite condom, wouldn't that like it would break his dick? Getting a hard on? Yeah, that's like that's well, Superman that's whiskey dick. <laughs> oh shit! Wow. Damn. Um. Wow. That was awesome. That's the whole show right there. Drop the fucking mic. <laughs> we'll stop right there. We'll just, we'll just, that's our that's the that's the episode for the week. Yes. Um. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. Speaking. So of we know how Matt's New Year's was. Corey, how about you? And. I watch TV by myself until the fireworks started going off. Did you watch just like the main networks, NBC, ABC, CBS? No, I didn't watch any of that shit. I watch Creepy Coffee Movie Time because I'm not oh, even better. Oh, that, I, was that I, on I, TV, the picture that you posted? Yes. Okay. I, don't I wasn't sure friends. if you... You have so, me. I'm your friend. Yeah. <laughs> where were you, bitch? You were... You were In my house. I'm dinging yourself over a garbage can. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't puke. No, you Not shit cool. yourself. I didn't shit myself till like five thirty this morning. 
It's good. It's good that you you saved it for the <laughs> ultimate impact. So you went all train spotting this morning. It's like yeah. Now yeah. we have to move, honey. Now it's not a matter of whether or not we find another house. We just have to burn this one to the fucking ground. <laughs> we need to move before this pile of shit in the backyard thaws out. Because I'm not picking it up. <laughs> I spent my New Year's watching the three networks, and it's a testament how shitty NBC has become. Was, they were uh, relegated way to the end of Times Square, and if you switch between networks, you could see them get closer and closer was, by popularity. Was uh, Mariah Carey on NBC? I don't know. I didn't pay any attention to that shit. I was too busy looking at the real estate they each had. Weird. Um, so I'm guessing. Who is Mariah Carey again? I don't give a so, fuck. Well, I, the only reason that I know that she performed last night is because there's a video, and she there's no backing track to like the second verse of whatever song she was singing and she just walks around and she's like yeah we didn't do this there's no sound check so i'm just gonna strut around isn't that par for the course for these entertainers now yeah no one sings like no no one actually sing well the other part of it is that while she's there uh live on national television when people would actually be watching and shit uh she's just talking shit about the whole thing and then anytime there's the high screaming part of the Mariah Carey song, that's when you hear the the voice track kick in. Yeah. So it, it just kind of shows she's never hit those notes, uh, certainly not in the last 15 not years. For, or so. Not for decades, right? Right. right. Yeah. And well, did you... Oh, Ashley's back. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I had to mute out for a second. I'm sorry. No, and then it like kind of like worked its way into that next song. I don't even remember what the hell it's called after her emotions. And... It's like if you're gonna lip sync, you know, whatever. I guess not cool, anyways. Don't use the radio track off of the fucking radio. Like it wasn't even like another like different recorded one. It was literally the one that they played on the radio that went smash hit. It's like the the most unconvincing, lazy thing like they could have done. Like yeah, but you have to assume that they did that so that it would sound like what people remember it sounding like on the radio. Right. Yeah, I don't disagree. And, and, it's stupid. Like, fuck, whatever. Well, I mean, it's Dick Clark's uh, Rockin' New Year's, and Dick Clark hosted American Bandstand for all time and everything, and it was always lip sync. It's just that's part part for the course with that show and with what he's always done. So it's not unusual that they'd use a track, but it's weird that it only kicked in for those parts. So it's obvious that that's what they were planning. And she was going to sound like she was singing and, and was singing for the most part. So she could interact with the audience and stuff. And then it's, oh, and here's the screaming part because there's no way in fucking hell I'm going to reach that. But it's more that she was just, she wasn't very well prepared Good. as a professional, as someone who, who's been in the business for so long for right. to pot. And it's also weird that the production company was so bad um, and I think the whole Ryan Seacrest doing the still titled Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve thing is itself a shit show. So it'd be I nice if we could just fucking change insult. it up now. A complete insult to the memory of Dick Clark. That's true. Yeah. Um, funny, funny story. Funny thing happened to me the other night. I went out to the bar to watch the UFC fights, which was the first mistake I made. But, um, someone poised the question. They said, would you suck Ryan Seacrest's dick for a quarter of his money? The man is worth $330 million, okay? So I said yes, and a guy with us goes, yeah, I'd suck his dick for a quarter. Yeah. And I'm like, what? He goes, you just said a quarter, like 25 cents of his money. I'd suck his dick. And I'm like, touche, sir. I still want a quarter of $330 million. Mm-hmm. Bring That's going to be a lot of dick sucking. Bring that, that right? dick over here, Seacrest. <laughs> and take your little Seacrest sperms out. 
All right. So <laughs> we're gonna talk. Let's do some news. <laughs> Ten minutes into this, I haven't even talked about news. Um, the first trailer came out for the new Alien movie. I haven't watched it. I'm not a huge Alien fan, which probably people will hate me for. But I, and I also saw that Danny McBride is in this. I don't know how I feel. Danny about McBride that. is in it. Yeah. Well, I uh, didn't make it past. I, I haven't seen the new trailer, but for me, my fandom does not go past um, Aliens. So. I yeah, I've seen the first one. That's about it. I have really no interest in this. It comes out May 19th. Corey, Ashley, have you guys watched this thing? No, not the trailer, not yet. I've seen the trailer. Uh, my wife just put on Prometheus is on TV the other day. I've never seen that, so I saw about 15 minutes of it uh, before I conked out. But this is supposed to at least get us back to something that's more of the feel of Aliens. Right. Uh, this is supposed to bridge the gap between Prometheus and Alien, right? Yeah, but also it feels in in the way of its... The, the super violence aspect of it, the the Ripley kind of character, they, they actually, Catherine Rodderson is in this, they dress her up to look similar to Ripley, although I do believe that uh, Ripley might show up in this. I'm not 100% sure on that. Are they, does it look like they're going the way of Force Awakens and just redoing the first movie? Maybe, and and maybe that's not the a bad thing to do. I mean, Alien itself was a really good sci-fi movie but aliens is what begat us space marines you know which changed which invented a new genre essentially see that for me is what the prequels in star wars are the just giving us that expanded universe that that is where the value lies in the old remade star wars the the episode one two and three it's not so much that they're great movies but it gives us that expanded universe that's why i like those movies well, so the I problem agree. I had with the prequels, other than the fact that they were a shitstorm, is that they didn't expand the universe enough. It was the same characters and just going like in the backstory of them. I enjoyed Rogue One because it was an expansion. It was still kind of the, yeah, it was the same sort of story. It's dealing with what's about to happen in A New Hope. But right. it was new characters. It was different people to explore. It was different worlds to explore. It felt... Like, oh, shit, there's more to Star Wars than just the same four or five planets and the same Skywalker lineage and everything else. And that's what I want out of it. And that's what the books did for years. That's what the comics did for years. So I'm excited to see the films going in that direction. I think that they tried that with Prometheus, and unfortunately, it didn't work out. Now, it could be that it was just not a good movie um, or that people had an expectation of it being alien and it wasn't. Um, but this is supposed to kind of converge the two things and make a a new version of something that people did enjoy. And it looks good. It looks solid. I look forward to seeing Fassbender in it. He he was my favorite part of the last one. He is in it, right? Fassbender? Anybody know? No? Yeah, Michael Fassbender is in it. Uh, Catherine in Watterson, it. Billy Kudrip, uh, like... That's a Denny and McBride, which is not terribly unusual. I've seen him do stuff that is more uh, drama-based. I haven't seen him do anything horror that I can think of. Maybe he's new Bill Paxton. Maybe, Maybe. they saw him and this is the end, and now he's going to be the game over man guy. Shit, man. I would love to be the new Bill Paxton. That guy was in fucking everything. I mean, he gets Twister. less credit than Kevin Bacon, but he was like 
prolific dude, in just all the shit he showed up in. Dude, in the 90s, between him and Brendan Fraser, those two printed money as character actors. Yeah. Like, those those were, like, two short-term leading men, like, the ugly leading men. But I love Bill Paxton. That guy is great. Yeah, Paxton's like, only problem is that he always gets confused with Pullman. Yeah, that's true. But if you look at, like, Near Dark and Aliens, that little bit of time where, like, Michael Bean and him... And they all the same cast throughout all those movies. Yeah, I love that. So apparently Danny McBride was in a movie in 2013 called As I Lay Dying uh, with James Franco based on the 1930 classic by Faulkner. It's the story of the death of Addie Bundren and her family's quest to honor her wish to be buried. So that doesn't sound like a comedy or a horror, but no. James Franco and Danny McBride are in it. Sounds like yeah. weird shit, but... Uh, it it sounds unusual if you're part of their usual fan base. I mean, I guess this That's is true. the end is a horror movie in a certain degree, but it's it's still a comedy. Um, but they they both have the ability to stretch outside of their realms, and so I, I'd be interested to see what he does with this. I could see him easily as one of the crew members in the original Alien, uh, even more than the Space Marine thing. I can see him being one of the people who's just on the ship, who's just part of it. We've see seen that. a few people in those roles. It it just seems like. That would work. Yeah, yeah. Um, Corey, I need you. I need you to read the next story. Because it, it, uh, it it plays audio when I open it. <laughs> so yeah, I can't just fucking open it. For me too. Yeah. Uh, so the next story is Nev Campbell and Kevin Williamson are talking a possible Scream Five. So, I had I, I previously read. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I previously read this, and it sounded like um. There was talks of Scream 5, 6, and maybe a 7? Uh, after Scream 4, they were still planning on doing a 5 and 6. Mm-hmm. I don't know how 4 did. Uh, I don't know that it was widely embraced as like a, a moving forward of the of the series, but it happened. And so, of course, you know, Wes had gotten back into it. Why would he not plan on doing another trilogy for it? Yeah. But when Wes passed away, it, it put a real hold on is this something that could happen now from williamson's remarks uh he says now without west i feel like you have to sort of answer the questions of how and why and i don't know how to do it without west and i don't know why to do it but uh neff campbell was a little bit more optimistic on it she said it would be tough to do without west uh, his vision was so clear and he was so good i think it would be painful but it doesn't mean it would never happen it just would be challenging and nobody's talking about it at the moment. So it, it's kind of like, is this a story? Is it not a story? Is it an actress like Neff Campbell who would love to get back to a series where she was the lead? Because I can't think of anything much that I've seen her in outside of the Scream movies in quite a while. But it, it's also, we're talking about Hollywood today. And Hollywood today does not like to give up on something that they consider a franchise. You know, no matter if the creative force of it is gone... Uh, Williamson was always the the writer of the film, so it makes a certain degree of sense that his voice would still be recognizable in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wasn't I wasn't hollering for a Scream Five, anyways. Even if Wes was still around, I, I would rather have believed that Wes would do something as the next generation. Like he'd already done Scream as the answer to the stuff that he had done in the eighties. Uh, I, I would have liked to see what he would do after that. Sounds like you're not alone. Uh, apparently, a lot of people weren't super happy with how Scream 4 turned out, although it did do $97 million at the box office, which isn't great. 
with a forty million dollar budget, you only pull in ninety seven million. But what do I know? I have like okay. seven dollars to my name. You you want to skim off ten million of that for me? I'm fine with it. I'll fucking yeah. support you if I can walk out with That's a bunch of cash. Change. Would you suck Wes Anderson's dick for a quarter of his money? No, just a quarter. quarter. Just a quarter. No, I just want twenty five cents. <laughs> I, I like how we went to Wes Anderson as opposed to Wes Craven. I know. I'm, I'm now oh, dying no. to see a Wes Anderson directed Scream movie. That right? would be <laughs> Wes Anderson's only worth fifteen million dollars, and Wes Craven is worth forty. So, but Wes Craven is suck his cold dead, dead dick. So the taste is not going to go out of your mouth very quickly. <laughs> wow, it's going to linger. Just let that one just soak what in. I'm saying. I mean, you just might have to, like, reconstitute him a little bit. Mm, rehydrate him. Tastes like grandpa. Um, oh. Yeah. You want to take the next story? Uh, yeah. So I, so. yeah so I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to make that mistake between Wes Craven and Wes Anderson, but I think I'd rather suck Wes Anderson's dick. Well, if you're talking about money, the amount of money you're coming out of it, I'd rather suck Wes Craven's dick, even though he's dead. No, wow. I think I'd go Anderson though. Grand Budapest I, Hotel. I don't, see, some... I don't like. I don't really care for his movies. I don't. No, oh, I, I love Grand him. Budapest. I think that his taste would just be up my alley. You think it would taste like Darjeeling tea? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so the next story that we have is uh, there's the uh, a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation documentary has resurfaced or surfaced. I guess it, it's surfaced for the first time. <laughs> Resurvexed. <clears throat> Resurvexed. Um, well, it looks like it's about five and a half minutes long. But the uh, the next generation was what two or three? Or four? Oh no, this is the fourth. This is the fourth one. Okay. This is the film that, uh, for a long time, uh, the people associated with it refused to acknowledge that they were in it. And that includes Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. Uh, in fact, Matthew McConaughey did his oh, "All right, all right, all right." in the movie i think maybe before or just slightly after he he did it in days and confused like it's very it's uh 94 was when it was originally released and it was released again in 97 i can't even remember it ever hitting the theaters but i watched it on cable one night and it's just a fucking bizarre piece of shit yeah but that was my introduction to texas chainsaw that movie really I think it was yeah. for a lot of people because it, it came out at a point in time where the, the next generation of kids who were watching horror movies later not on cable, this is the one that's getting repeated. When I was a kid, I saw Texas Chainsaw 2 before I saw che Texas Chainsaw. In fact, I don't think I ever saw or watched the whole thing of the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre until we did it on the show. Oh, God. I, I remember buying it in high school to oh, yeah, have people ever watch it. Yeah. What are my wife's favorite movies of all time? So I was, but, I was Googling. But she likes this one, too. Oh, so I, I don't think I've, I haven't seen in in their entirety in one sitting, two, three, or four. But yeah, I'll have to fix that. Um, so I was looking for Matthew McConaughey is all right, all right, all right in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I found a news story about how he forgot that he was even in the movie. And there's like a video clip of him talking to Jimmy Kimmel, and he doesn't remember which one he was in or that he even did it. Wow. So McConaughey, I believe that on. Wow. He's probably sitting there smoking down with Woody Harrelson someday, playing the bongos naked. And, like, Harrelson puts on a, a mask of, of somebody's skin, uh, but vegan, you know, vegan mask. And then they just, like, 
hey, we should be in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> oh, I think I just did that. Bullshit. Oh, okay. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> great. Um, yeah. So that that exists. I'll uh, put a link in the show notes for it. Oh wait, the video has been removed at the request of a guy, but you can check. Oh, there's a clip below. Okay, so the you can order the documentary. Right, it was up on YouTube for a very quick yeah. minute. I don't and read things in their entirety. I'm sorry. Although if you're just like... finding that out now, <laughs> uh, I'm so, I'm really sorry. Um. Shut up, Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> e-cigs and shit. God damn it. I was muting the mic when I did that, but I got lazy. <laughs> it's all right. I'm out in my car right now, and I forgot mine inside. So Good. Podcasting from the car. There you go. Your lungs. And she, and she like many of our listeners, is just in the garage with the door shut firmly and lit <laughs> the fumes in our dulcet tones. Just <laughs> rock her to sleep. When she muted the microphone for us because she had to hook up the hose. The right. exhaust. The light the window, of the tunnel looks like Matt and Corey. <laughs> wow. A lot of conversations end with Ashley hooking up the hose. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about like? You guys are so nice. Rubber hose or like the the, the street corner hose? That goes up your nose, sir. That's cocaine. <laughs> I okay. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, not horror. Neither related. of us are thin or rich enough to be doing cocaine. That's true. That is the truth. Uh, my favorite favorite thing uh-huh. ever is Arnold Schwarzenegger in what is it, Red Dawn, where he's got the leg and just, no, nobody, no, nobody ever seen not, it? not Red Dawn, right? Not Red Dawn. Uh, what is that movie where he's? Uh, Red... Are you talking about the one with Jim Belushi? Yeah, the one where he's a Spetsnaz. Yeah, he just. I love that movie. This. Cocaino. Ah, God, it gets me every yep. time. Are you sure that's not Red Dawn? No, yeah, Red, Red Dawn, Dawn is Swayze, the 80s man. one with Patrick Swayze and all those oh, guys. it's Red Sonia. Oh, Red nope. Sonia. Never mind. But that's... Red Heat is the one I was thinking <laughs> Red of. Heat. Red Heat. I, all the movies with Reds. Uh, Red Sonia. Red he's... Heat was a go-to movie when I was a kid. Yeah. That scene Red... in the beginning where he's in the sauna. Yeah. Fucking yep. I'm going to have to watch this. Red Sonia. He Red was, Sonia was, was uh... playing off of him being Conan, so he couldn't be Conan yep. in it. He was Nonan. Wait. Are you serious? That was not his name, but oh. it's just... Yeah, his name was Lord Calador. Right. Yeah. Mm. All right. Let's do this last fucking story. Where are we? What day is it? Oh, dude. Okay. <clears throat> so apparently, um, there's Bateman Skincare, which was inspired by American Psycho. I, can I buy this? It is an actual product line. Uh, so... They, they, you know, Patrick you know Bateman when it's, you get ten percent off. A lot of stuff with skincare and a lot of like gel cleansers and things like that. So somebody got the rights to make a skincare line based off of American Psycho. Uh, next thing you know, they'll be making fucking soap from Fight Club. Uh, it just <laughs> it 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 works. It's one of those things that just fucking works, and you wonder why the hell they hadn't done this before. I mean, that's a great. I mean, that's a great point. Why wouldn't you do that? I mean, they used to market everything. Just fucking cereals for movies and uh, yeah. I mean, Patrick Bateman cereal would make sense too. Why not? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what it would be. Market I mean, it everything. Cereal killers, but 
Uh, so the if you go to BatemanSkincare.com, it's fucking you expensive. Can find, this upsets yeah, me. Why would it be cheap? He's a fucking yuppie in the eighties, and that's where your cone cane comes in. Right. Uh, rose hip and seaweed facial cleanser. You get a daily hyaluronic cream. I really thought that was going to say colonic somewhere, and then yeah. a hyaluronic serum. And they're not that really is. that expensive. I mean, my wife works in beauty care, uh, so I know how much this shit actually... Do I look like someone that takes care of my skin? Well, I mean, I assume that you're trying to get to about the size 14 so you can have someone make you an address. Zeros. Uh, Corey, you're telling me MAC makeup is an expensive man? All that shit is super fucking expensive. Oh, yeah. MAC stuff is, is righteously... I mean, that's not even like the high-end stuff. MAC is just... No, I know it. It's more reasonable than the other stuff. I know way too much about these things now because I'm poor and I have a mortgage that I just look at and go, well, I'm going to miss having walls, but fuck it, baby. My skin's going to look good. Yeah. At least you got that glow. I'm surprised for the Bateman makeup, they don't mask the ingredients, you know? Just call it something else, like every time he comes in his pants when he kills somebody. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, you're, you're reading the ingredient list and it's like, okay, why does it say 50% Jeff? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Made of pure Jeff. Now, is it Bateman's Bateman's Bateman Is that the third it's one? Yeah. BatemanSkincare.com. Yeah, okay. and it's it's a guy in a suit holding a like attache essentially full yeah. of yeah. It's, okay, yeah, because I was looking at it, and I'm like, rose hip and seaweed facial cleanser, $28. Mm-hmm. Like, now, I don't know the size of it. Uh, $28 is a reasonable amount of money to spend for. It is six ounces. Yeah. That's what she said. That sounds about so right. It's essentially <laughs> like a tablespoon or what? But, uh, yeah. Let's see, right here, we've got a one-ounce bottle of, I don't even know what the hell it is. Some sort of weird serum, $33 for one ounce. But it's benefits. Moisturizes the skin without oils. Strengthens the epidermal barrier. Stimulates the production of new collagen. Perfect for oily and problematic skin. Actually, you don't want to have you oily need skin. your epidermal barrier strengthened for sure. <laughs> you don't want to have oily skin when you're holding an axe because, you know, it'll it'll just make it slip right out of your hands. Yeah, but to, right. to be honest, you use a P to a dime size of that $33 shit. So... It should last you a while. I'm not saying that thirty-three dollars is not a lot because it'll last you a while. Right. But still. I mean, you've never had your wife like try nope. to put on moisturizer or something. Like she just got it coat all over her hands, and she's like, "Oh, I took too much. Here, take this." And you're like, "I don't fucking want that on me. I don't right. need that shit." I think I it like- breathes. <laughs> it, it, it makes you need it. It's like once it gets in your skin, it just like I've absorbed all your moisture. Now bring me more. Right. It I changes your ingredients are like seaweed and water it's like i can just go a mile down the road to the river and pick a fucking slap brandon you forget that your fucking microphone is attached to your face when you like lean away from your computer like it's gonna change something the microphone is attached to your head it's not the mic dude it's not the mic it's the window oh fine fuck me then I forgot the mic. I forgot to mute it though you're right i don't care now it's it's gonna give you a hard time right now (laughs) Right, let's pause this so we can knock boots. Whoa, buddy. Why would you pause it? That's the only way we're going to get up to 10 listeners. <laughs> oh, right. <clears throat> Just prepare for 47 seconds of grunting and more sweat. <laughs> this episode Dumpster. of the podcast here has 57% more sweat. 
and a collective three inches between the four of us. If you can bottle wow. that, we can fucking Ash sell is it really as a packing product. heat. Sweaty inches. Sweaty inches. By, by pot. Sweaty inches by pot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, let's talk about Land of the Dead. I don't know. That's the new podcast name right there. Sweaty inches. Sweaty inches. There you go. Yeah, you guys are trying to start a new podcast. There you go. Sweaty inches. Sweaty, sweaty inches. Brandon weekly and- with Ashley. <laughs> Ashley, sweaty inches. Oh. By Menon. Uh. By Menon. <laughs> Why is Menon? Uh, do I even want to know? No, I don't want to. Probably know. not. Yeah. Wait. Wouldn't it be Menon? Just yeah, probably. it would. It would. So, Land of the Dead. Uh, thanks, Corey. It's like, it's like hurting fucking cats sometimes when I hang out with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, but at the time that Matt edits this, we'll all have cut off half our conversation anyway. No, I'm not. I'm done editing it. I'm done taking silence out. You can listen to uncomfortable silence and fucking like it, and and relish in it compared mm-hmm. to the talking. You can just sure. be like, "Oh, thank God, yeah. there's a buffer." Oh, they finally shut the fuck up. I so you take that. You take that time of silence to apply sweaty inches. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you hear silence, lather it on. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, so See? I forgot how perfect, bad this movie is. Time right there. <laughs> I, I, I let, wanna... let us know when you're done putting your sweaty inches on, and we'll, we'll continue. You're never done. Hey, I'm looking up the IMDb just to see if I've even seen this movie. Just keep absorbing. Pretty sure I have. Uh, it's got John Leguizamo in it. Yeah. That's the only, like, the only redeeming quality for this movie for me is the Easter eggs and Leguizamo. Like Wazamo, Dennis Hopper, Man, Simon Baker, and Asia Argento. There's actually some really good people in this. But it's like, got a great cast. Asia Argento was a big crush of mine when I was younger. Don't blame uh, you. I when I had a lesser palette for movies and I loved Triple X and all that shit, and she was in that. Oh, I was into it. Are you insinuating that you no longer love hardcore pornography? Not with Vin Diesel, no. Oh, I those triple X's. Oh, that's right. She yeah. was their little Russian chick there. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm scoping out the IMDb this right has, now. This has great cameos with Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, and um, you get a you get a zombified Dawn of the Dead. Matt, what's his name? Sex Machine. What? I you am know, a sex uh, machine. Sex no. machine. You know Sex <laughs> Machine from Dawn of the Dead? Ugh, it's been. Hold on. Sex it's on the tip of my tongue. Dead. I mean, he's the horror staple of everything. Uh, you're Tom you're, Savini. By the way, you were talking about Tom Savini. Yeah. Tom Savini. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. When you were saying uh, Shaun of the Dead, yeah, Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg both show up as photo booth zombies in this. Hmm. There are quite a bit of uh, Easter eggs. Uh, Greg Nicotero is the bridge keeper zombie. Greg, mm-hmm. obviously associated with the Walking Dead show now. Oh, are they, uh, is that the one where they have the little photo booth with the zombies, and that's where you see like? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure I've seen this. It's been a long time. Sorry. Continue. So, <laughs> I wish that, I wish that Nathan Fillion had the lead role in this movie. I feel like, uh, Simon, whatever his name is, the guy from the the shows on network TV, The Mentalist, so on and so forth. I feel like he is a poor man's Nathan Fillion. Oh, Simon Baker. Yeah, they, I mean, they look alike. 
I don't. I, I think it was more like Patrick Wilson. See, oh, I really? used to get Simon Baker mixed up with Ben McKenzie a lot. What like the they just look similar. Fuck is Ben McKenzie? Are you cheating on me? He's in like. <laughs> is that his name? Or am I getting the name wrong? I have no idea. I just... No, there's there's a guy named Ben McKenzie. Okay, yeah, he plays in like Gotham and shit like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm... he was on the OC. Holy shit. Damn. Oh yeah, he was a cop. In fact, oh, and we had cuts, man. I've yeah. never seen that yeah. show in my life. The OC was on the movie we did last week with Brad, Jennifer's body. Oh yeah. They're disinfecting oh, everything. Oh wait, no, this guy didn't show up in this, so I don't know why I'm making associations. Oh, uh, I don't know how I'm still awake right now. Let's just. <laughs> so going back to the, the, this is George Romero returning to his dead series this is the fourth film in the series but chronologically it takes place last uh i think it might also be his most successful of the films uh, if you don't count the dawn of the dead remake that was done by uh, Zack snyder just the year before this one came out uh had a Reasonably high budget, I think it was about 19 million, and was a success uh, because it made about 40 million or so mm-hmm. in the theaters, uh, and and got reviewed by like uh, Siskel gave it a three stars out of five, I believe, and wow. had some good things to say about it. It's I don't see it. Like I watch it, and I know that there is a a bit of like it's a it's a movie about class it's a, it's a movie about the class system of the poor are living down on the ground and then the rich are living up in the towers and then the zombies are the ones that actually get to revolt um yeah but i just because they distract them with things like fireworks at first but then they stop paying attention but i just don't know that it's yeah go ahead matt no i sorry my 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 deep exhale wasn't because you <laughs> won't let me talk sorry um i i don't watch like the the dawn of the dead and day of the dead for like a deep meaning of class systems and, and poor people, you know what I mean. So that's that's. But that's the that's, the, that's thing the whole about point of a zombie was... movie, isn't it? it? Even with Walking Dead, the whole point is for us to look at ourselves and see how we devolve as society. It's yeah, not even I just about want the people. Zombies. I just want to see people get fucking chewed apart. But you get that. That's the thing is you get that in this too. But there is there always has been in Romero's films that deeper meaning. If you go back yeah. to. Night of the Living Dead. I mean, it, there's clearly there's issues of racism in that. Um, it's dealing with the people in desperation of like how they'll they'll force a distrust between each other because of of how they're set up and they're already deepening beliefs of like I'm better than you and I don't want to protect you. I'm going to protect my own. Um, if you follow Dawn of the Dead, it's about commercialism. It, it's about a lot of things that these themes are kind of what makes these films better than just people getting slashed or eaten or whatever. Um, but I just don't think that it was done in such a way to to really succeed in this. Uh, I, I think that the introduction of the intelligent zombies... Sentient zombies quickly. really turned me yeah. off. Sentient zombies. Mm. And, and just like, I'm a... I used to... Phil, I, I used to work at a gas station, and now I've got the ability to use a machine gun and, and figure that stuff out, which is closer to Red Dawn than it is anything. Uh, it, it, just, it happens too quickly, and then the whole case system of Dennis Hopper is the rich guy living up in the tower. 
I don't understand the truck the struggle between him and Leguizamo's character about money because what the fuck is money that's the that's one thing that bothered me is like why do these why do you care about how expensive something is like the world is crumbling around you why why do you have a money system in place you don't think that that Stennis Hopper you don't exactly you don't think that Stennis Hopper just taking advantage of the completely small-minded they can't think outside of their own perspective so they still are hung up on money despite society being crumbled but it, right. my my basis for saying that your money system is stupid is because before you see in like the first time you're inside of Fiddler's Green, there's that chick like looking in a store window and they're talking about how expensive things are. Like it would make more sense if that scene didn't exist, and then you still had Dennis Hopper who was playing an underling for money when money really doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, one of the guys, um, the, one of the people who's sort of heading the the buildup of the resistance in the people down on the streets says, you know, he didn't work to get up in that tower. He basically, he was just there and he took it. And so now he's considered the king of all this, where the rest of us are considered the dregs because we're down here. And that I understand. If, if you... If you somehow found your way into power because of this new system, that would make sense. But the the emphasis on money in this really is where it falls apart because money is just a promise. That that's what money is today. Is it's just that's why it's valueless in most cases and why it costs more to make a penny than to actually have a penny mm-hmm. because there's nothing to it other than the promise of exchanging for goods or services or something else like that. Gold is is more of a value, and gold I don't even understand other than the fact that. It can be used in conductive metal usage somewhere here and there. Diamonds, same sort of thing. If you can find value in how they can be used, I get it. But otherwise, yeah. it's just it's an arbitrary value system that yeah. created years and years ago. Diamonds that, especially is a total farce. They're not even rare. It's right. just because the jeweler companies that hold conglomerates over all of the diamonds told us they're rare and they're expensive. It's the only yeah. reason they're expensive. Yeah. It's yeah, funny how so, that theme is prevalent throughout the, the man in the high tower, so to speak. Like, if you actually, with Walking Dead and Negan, it's funny how the masses just bend over to one guy who walks in and decides he's going to be in power, and that theme but a is lot super, of, superseding throughout. Yeah, a lot of times, like, if... I'm trying to think how to phrase this, but, like, a lot of times in a situation where you don't really have... Like, everyone's so hung up on... Uh, that's <laughs> so hung up on uh, like how shitty everything is. You just need someone to show up and swing their big dick around and be like, "This right. is how, this is what's up," and then people will just fall in the line. People want someone to lead them. People want someone who will make decisions. That I buy into. That I understand. Uh, if you look at the in the Fifth Element, when Bruce Willis walks into the room and he shoots the leader of the the warrior guys. And everybody else just like fucking drops We're like, oh, shit, now we don't know what to do because he was our leader. And that makes a, a degree of sense, because if there's the one person who's strong and has a plan or at least has the balls to act like he has a plan, then people are going to fall in behind that person because they, otherwise they just feel lost. They feel helpless. But there's someone pointing me at something to do. There's something that I feel like I can accomplish now because this person is giving me a direction. That I buy into. But the idea of... And 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 Leguizamo's character in this, I buy into, I want to do these things so I can get myself up into that tower. I want to reach that level of success. So if it's real estate, I get that. I don't get, you're going to bring me $40 million. 
Like, where the fuck are you going to go that you're going to be able to spend that $40 million? The rest of the world you've already decided is, like, useless and dead. So you're going to take this cash and run off to no and just spend your life counting it? That I don't get. That's that's a problem with this. And I think it's it's a shortcoming of the writing or it's maybe it's just to show how ridiculous all of this is, is that we do believe in a, a money system. We do believe in this exchange of little pieces of, of fake paper and pretend that they have a value when they really don't. Maybe that's what he was trying to get across. It just didn't quite. Uh, make, I can see that make point. point for me. Right, this is just showing not, that everything is super movie, materialistic. Right. Yeah, yeah and and I, I agree with that, but this is not the movie to do that in. It makes no sense. You are well, it's totally trying to right reach there. in too many different directions. Right. <coughs> Good point. <laughs> just separates the shepherds from the sheep. Have uh, any of you seen Diary of the Dead or Survival of the Dead? Yeah. Are they any good? Yeah. No, no, I wanted Survival of the Dead to be great, but it just wasn't. After this movie, the the, the budget just is gone, and it's just Diary of the Dead. I thought was horrible. Pretty sure Ving Rhames is in that one. I didn't look that. Close. Yeah, but he's also in two of the Sharknados. Touche. His star has fallen, I guess. Oh, they apparently made a Diary of the Dead too. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I haven't even first... heard of it. Yeah, I mean, the budget went down to two million dollars. Wow, which is insane. Because straight to video or what? I think so. So while we're on the zombie topic, if any of this had happened and we, oh, it, it went to theaters. A... Sorry, did it really? Yeah. Diary of the Dead also had Tatiana Maslany in it um, from Orphan Black. Really. Yeah, so I mean, it, I would watch it just to see her early work and see either one if she was that brilliant then, or if she was just like she's grown so much from that because she is really good on Orphan Black. I do not remember any brilliance in that movie. That was a total aside for me when I saw that. I wanted it to be good. He George Romero won a 2008 Critics Award for Diary of the Dead, and it has a 62 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Which well, I totally disagree because I just did not like it. Oh, I, I, I don't go by anything Rotten Tomato says. No, no. Not now that they've been bought. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if I ever want to watch this movie. And Matt, I had sent you in our Slack the link to there was a Land of the Dead video game for PC. Yeah, uh, Road to Fiddler's Green. Well, there was a prequel for this. So maybe that fills in some of the story of the movie. I don't really know. But it it seemed to be trying to do too many different things and none of them really well. We we get to the point uh, of, at the beginning, we are introduced to the Big Daddy character, which is the zombie that starts to so- which, show sentience. Which annoyed the shit out of me. What, what annoyed me the most is when he has the gun and he like freaks out and shoots and then realizes, oh, I'll just point this and it'll hurt people. Like, that's... Right. I get, I get but, that. There's the... but your hand automatically landed where your finger on the trigger, <clears throat> yep. and and you're just figuring this out as you go along. Like, why did you feel the need to pick it up at all? Is is but, it that he's slowly remembering how to be human, or what? I, I, the the way that they kind of lead into it at the beginning of the movie is that they're they're starting to learn and and figure things out. So by by saying that, like. The fact that he just pulls the trigger on accident and then he just knows, oh, I can shoot people with this. Like, why not set it up where 
he has the gun, pulls the trigger, and then sees someone get shot, and then puts two and two together. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's just there's better ways that you could have done a lot of this stuff. I just don't think they should do that at all with zombies. The whole point oh, is I that agree. they're the they're the dead risen. It's decay. Like so, mm-hmm. you've erased their humanity, and now you're gonna go all Planet of the Apes with it. Like I don't need that. Yeah, and then we get the final moral lesson at the end where Simon Baker as Riley is like, oh, don't shoot them. They're just looking for a place of their own. It's like, yeah, fuck what you. kind of fucking determination is that? They're still going to eat people when they run into them. Could be you. Should be you at this point. Um, maybe you fucking destroy them because that's all they're ever going to fucking do. I, th- I think it's even said in the movie is that by the time the, the dead are, are, are done with what they're doing, it's because we're gone. Is that there's none of us left for them to eat and kill. Yeah. So you should fucking get rid of them while you have the opportunity. <laughs> there might be other people in that city that you were just freaking out about, like, maybe we should try to save these people in the city. Oh, nope, fuck it. Just let them all rot. Let them all get eaten now. Yeah, it's fine. It'll be fine. I, I think that there's too many messages that are trying to come come across in this movie. We get into the point where we have, like, a Thunderdome situation with Asia Argento's slack... Um, fighting against zombies in this cage with the uh, Chihuahua guy. Am I the only one that that was somehow boner inducing to watch? Uh, yeah. I mean, never mind the 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 allegories to Master Blaster and shit, but like, I don't know. Mm. H. Argento trying to be get, getting eaten isn't arousing. Oh, for I thought you meant because me. of the the two zombies that got sprayed in the face. I thought that was doing it for you. Yeah, that, right? that, yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> or or. Phil Fondacaro uh, getting into the movie. You know, I I like Phil. What was the movie you did with the blood dolls or something? You picked that. Don't fucking put that. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I love that movie. Um, <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> but it's always nice to see him show up in things. But he was he was there for just a short time. It there's too many elements in this. The the case system. The the, the what happened with the car. Like, the whole thing of, like, oh, I was supposed to have a car. Someone took my car. Now I'm going to go steal this giant truck, even though I was told to go steal the giant truck. Now it's, like, me subverting the movie. It's too many elements to make it work into a cohesive story. I think George felt like, oh, I've got an opportunity to come back to these films now. They're getting popular again. And he had so many ideas, and he used all of them, and he maybe should have shown her a little bit of restraint. Now, full disclosure, I've written a comic book with John Russo, the co-writer of the original Night of the Living Dead, so I may have some bias. Touche. There's nothing wrong with that. Acceptable. Yeah. What else happened in this movie? Uh, We can talk about Charlie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I don't know how I feel about that character. Charlie was a, a simple friend. But he, he was, was like, your, he was your of mice and men character, man. Yeah, he loyal he, to the end, super clutch. Yeah, there was, I mean, as weird as it is, uh, there was some good loyalty examples in this movie. Yeah, uh, Charlie was definitely one, and and Riley in return was loyal. Uh, then we saw the big Samoan guy knock out the two people he was with and leave one of them to just fucking die. Yeah. Uh, so maybe not as loyal there, but he, he does come through in the end as well. Um, Slack is loyal, but Fox, the guy who's hanging out with uh, Leguizamo's Cholo character, is also <laughs> loyal to him in the end. And we know that Cholo 
just would go and leave people to their death when they were out on runs because Dennis Hopper's character wanted them gone. He thought they were part of the resistance. So he's like, yeah, make sure this guy's killed, uh, which we see act out when he throws all the uh, cigars on the floor and tells the guy to pick it up. And then the zombie bites him like it's in some ways there's a definite humanity to these people and in other ways they're still opportunists mm-hmm. but it shows that you know we we did runs together i'm going to help you i'm going to try to keep you alive when riley has the opportunity to basically kill cholo he doesn't do it cholo still winds up dead and also that's another part is there's no real payoff with the cholo kaufman confrontation it's like they they shoot at each other but in the end, it's Big Daddy who kills them both very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was a lot of buildup to nothing. I'm super sad about Leguizamo. I wish that, just in general, he was more famous. I love Leguizamo. I, uh, have you ever seen Freak, the one-man show? Yeah. No. yeah I've seen that... several of his one-man shows. I mean, he's great. Freak, the, the, the original one, Freak, really defined my childhood. I, I watched that over and over and over again. It was always in jokes between me and my friends we would all watch that and i don't know he was just a a big part of my life at one point and i wish that he would have been it's not that he's not famous i just wish that his roles would have been better like this is for movies like you can't expect much more than this or summer of sam which that was a great movie but i would love to have had more of him in my life yeah i mean my my ode to like right there i i feel like I, and Spawn. I, Let's not I forget agree. Spawn. I, yeah. yeah. No, I, I liked him in Spawn. As the Violator. Um, he's great in so many things, but it's not like he hasn't had success. And he's he's better because he gets to be a character actor. He's going to be in John Wick 2. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But he's done the Ice Age movies, which, like, well, the yeah. guy's got a shit ton of money he's probably sitting on at this point. He, he's oh, I don't doubt it. He's reached a level of success that is probably far better than the guy who started out doing what was the movie like his his comedy I'm looking at oh way back when ah uh, Jesus which one he was in Super Mario Brothers he, he was. was in um, yeah with Dennis Hopper recovering so this is in, uh, a big deal Tu Wong Fu oh fuck I oh I love that movie that movie's great I have that movie I love the past. The Pest. That was oh the one I was God, thinking Oh, God. What of. else was he in? Like, Dude, he was in how, a lot. How did he recover from The Pest? He was in... Although, oh, God. He was in Miami Vice for a while. I don't while. understand how... Or I, small small roles, but... Yeah, I don't understand how uh, Gyllenhaal recovered from Bubble Boy, but sometimes it happens. Um, but he also did Donnie Darko, though, before yeah. Bubble Boy. Right. Which, so, just like, which, which Leguizamo did Romeo and Juliet and Carlito's yeah. Way all before he yep. did The Pest. He did a shit ton of movies before he did The Pest. I mean, he's he's been. That's exactly it. He's a character actor. He's done a ton of stuff. He's yep. been, if even if he's in a shit movie, he's been great in it. He's somebody that you just kind of go, fucking Holy John Leguizamo's in this. I'll, I'll so, watch it. What, he's he started acting in 1985. Was his first movie. He's consistently put out movies to present, and only four years has he only put out one movie. Wow. Wrap your fucking mind around that. In 2008, he put out one, two, three, four, five, six movies. He was in six movies. And it's probably in those years that he only put out one, he was probably doing stage stuff. Yeah. 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 So then I guess I should retract my statement and dig a little deeper. 
apparently there's a lot of Leguizamo out there for me to get. Well, you, I mean, oh, keep yeah, in mind, like, he, he probably was, these are probably all small roles. Like, right. Dr. Doolittle, he was the voice of the rat. So Yeah, he's done a lot yeah. of voice work because he's got a really good ability to do voices mm-hmm. and characters. So yeah. That's that's why you love the dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like, I, I like him. I also Dying feel like we're, we're undercutting what... Another big deal about this movie is is it is Dennis Hopper and it's pretty close to when we lost Dennis Hopper. I yeah, think. It's, it's not. Is it his oh. last role? I went to look and see if it was. I'll look it up. Dennis Hopper. Uh, you notice with uh, Dennis Hopper and Charlie, if you look at Hopper and Waterworld, he licks his gun sight. He licks his finger and then you know oh. polishes his gun sight, and then Charlie does the same thing in this movie. Yeah. Uh, no, he he was in Alpha and Omega in 2010, and then there's been other things that have been released more recently, mm-hmm. 2015, 2016. But the Crash TV series was 2008 to 2009, so I assume yeah he, he passed away in 2010. So it's further out than what I thought from this, but I still can't think of a lot of big roles that he was doing at that point in time. I didn't realize um, how old he was. Oh yeah, born in 36. Yeah, I mean, you go back to, uh, I always think back to Easy Rider. Yeah, he was in his 40s then, wasn't he? Or more. What year was that? That was in the, what, 70s, right? Or 60s? First acting role was in 1954. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Holy shit. So, I mean, you can't fault this movie for the cast, for the choices of who was in it. Um, No, no. That's probably where a lot of the budget went to, because... I feel like the the zombie effects and everything, none of them were anything that we hadn't seen before. And and I'm certainly desensitized to all of it now after watching several seasons of The Walking Dead, uh, that that idea of it's all been done. But it really felt like a general sameness even just after the Dawn of the Dead remake. We've we've seen so much of this stuff. I think one of the, the bigger things they had to edit out for the release of the film was the girl's belly button ring getting ripped out by the the zombie they put effects in front of that to block it to get it a a rating for i think either pg-13 or r in some places huh. weird <clears throat> i'm so dying a general weird. rule yeah are you all right i just like a coughing fit i got a tickle <laughs> I, saw, I saw some craziness going on there <laughs> As a general rule, do you prefer the slow-moving zombie or the fast-moving zombie? Slow. The modern, yeah, I like slow too. But because that's that's like yeah. traditional zombies move slow. Like, I... well, it seems like your contemporary zombie outside of The Walking Dead, when it was just movies and like Dawn of the Dead remake, you're getting and and, and fucking Twenty Eight Days Later, you're getting the fast-moving zombie. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't Twenty Eight Days Later more of a, an outbreak film a, than yeah, a zombie. It was a, it was a virus. It was the rage right. virus. Again, like, I, love I mean, to the movie. layman that hasn't seen that movie, doesn't it? It looks like a zombie movie. That's what you're right. going to say. It's played in with similarities to zombie films, but it's not really zombies. And that I, I can get the difference, and I, I, I'm okay with that. But you're right. Fast-moving zombies don't feel right to me because the whole point of zombies is they, they move slow because rigor mortis is already set in. You know, they're they're not used to their musculature and everything isn't right. it's not like they've been working out and stuff. I feel like that when I got out of bed most of the time. I'm fucking dying. Um I have rigor mortis in all the wrong places now. Yeah. Oh, just never in the right way. Oh, 
See, but that's counter to this whole movie again with sentient zombies. Like, you're yeah, they... a rotting animated thing. You should not have any fucking smarts. No, none whatsoever. I mean, if it was if it was like an infection movie, like Twenty Eight Days Later, I could see being smart or getting smart right. or moving fast. But not if you're if you're a zombie. No. Well, also the the points where it's like I'm holding just a head and the head's still alive that always kind of bugs me yeah, too. Yeah, it's like there's I I get the the idea of separating the brain and that's what kills them and stuff, but you've separated it from their entire circulatory system. At this point, it's it's not even got a heart or anything to pump the blood to it. I think maybe that's a little too far. Right. I, I I get that it makes a good visual. I really like the visual of the the one kind of uh, security guy where the zombie comes up to him and it's got no head and then the head flips over and bites him. That was like, that was a really cool scene, but it's ridiculous. And I'd, I'd much rather have it in a fully ridiculous movie than something that's trying to make points and, and be relevant at the same right. time. Right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I was waiting for someone else to talk. It's not how long Does anybody think the butler got away? I really wanted him to. He's the one who had the car. Boss. He got away. But he ran up to where Big Daddy apparently was or or came down from at some point. So, like, I, I have a feeling he met his end, but I really wanted him to get away. He's like, from the very beginning, he opens the door and he's ready to kill somebody. Like, oh, I didn't know it was you. And, and so he knows to hesitate, too. I, I thought, like, he was the most... Interesting character, you know, other than Asia Argento to look at. Yeah. Keep going back to that, huh? She's she's a very attractive lady, you know, and she's got a great pedigree. You know, uh, bred with good genes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thanks, guys. (laughs) Leave you hanging. Yeah, I'm used to it. Just grab at those sweaty inches. I'm sweating my balls off right now. Yeah, I can take, see the alcohol pouring out of you. I need to take a shower after this. I feel so gross. Can we just like set a match to you and see what happens? Uh, I, I, yeah, I just burn my house down. Uh, at least my breath stopped tasting like stale beer. Yeah. I got that going for me. I don't miss those days. I'm glad I didn't do that last night. It it was on accident. I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> oh, these beers all just accidentally fell down my throat. Well, I didn't like wake oh, up no. yesterday morning and I'm like... Let's fucking do this. I just like started having fun and I just kept going down. If your breath doesn't taste like beer, how do you know you're even alive at this point? That's what I kind of wonder. Jesus. You win. Fucking um, sentient zombie. God yeah. damn it. God damn it. Uh, is there anything else to say or you guys want to rate this thing? Uh, or, we can rate it. We can just sit here in silence for 45 minutes too, for all I care. Not really. Let's not do that. Go take a shower or something. Um, all right, let's rate this movie. We'll do it on our patented copyrighted. It's not really copyrighted. Maybe I should copyright it. The old FAP scale. We'll do it in uh, three little three little Husker do's. We're going to do the feature, the attention, and the panic. Zero to five scale. Um, let's let Ashley go first. We're gonna, we'll do feature first. That's uh, How'd you like the movie? Zero to five. Ready, set, go. Uh, that's a great question since I didn't watch it before I came on here. No, I didn't ask no, you if you watched I wa- it. I said, how'd you like it? <laughs> uh, <I was laughs> based on the description, ago. based on the conversation we just had about this movie, how'd you like it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd give it a probably 
two. Uh, fair enough. A two? Oh. Brandon. Sound really sad about that. How'd I am a little bit sad about it. How'd you like this? It's your turn, buddy. I uh, give it a five. Is that five faps? Is that what that is? <laughs> no, no, it's it's just five. We'll give you an I'm overall just fap going score off later. What I can remember. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I'd give it a five. I mean, it's I, I enjoy it. It's fun to watch. Again, uh, Leguizamo, Hopper, Asia. Asia. It's a great, Asia. Great band. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, how about you? Big bag full of money to the rains down in Africa. Oh, oh and Dead I was Reckoning. Just, I was going in my head. <laughs> Funny story, I'm going to see Asia and Journey in March. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, my wife really, really likes Journey. Is that the band that has the new frontman who's like Filipino, or is that Foreigner? No, that's, that's Journey. Journey. Right? Yeah, we've, this will be like the third time we've seen him. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One time was enough uh, for me. Enjoy. <laughs> I hope you add one of those to your vinyl collection, man. Oh, Maybe. vinyl. You just reminded me I have to go pick up something at Bull Moose. If, uh, yeah, you should have, should have fucking bought it when we were there the first time. But okay. oh, what was it? I know. What is it? What is it? It's a Ghost of Paul Revere vinyl oh. edition of their album, Believe. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, I was out I- Christmas shopping and I was refraining from buying myself things. <laughs> I, I heard Ashley and Vinyl. I assumed it was adult store somewhere, and she was going to get some uh, vinyl wear. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Corey, I how did Gagman dive suit? Huh? Corey, how did you like this movie? Deep dive. Um, and Brandon just did bring something up that I forgot about <sighs> in the movie, and that was uh, Dead Reckoning, the name oh, of the yeah. badass super truck. That uh, I think that was actually supposed to be the name of the movie, and yeah. Romero. Fought for that, uh, didn't want to give Fox the rights to uh, Night of Living Dead, which is what they were trying to get out of him. Mm. They were trying to get him to call it Night of Living Dead 2 or Night of Living Dead Dead Reckoning because they wanted to get the copyright on that name. He's like, no, fuck you guys. Um, but the that part of it was, again, it's, it's one part that probably could have been almost a whole movie in and of itself is based around that thing, and they didn't utilize it correctly in this. Uh, so as far as the feature, I feel like the feature was just kind of all over the place. I'm going to agree with Ash. I'm going to give it a two. Yeah, that's right, buddy. <laughs> shut, <laughs> shut your mouth. What do you? <laughs> well, I hope you I win, Ashley. Yeah. yeah. I always win. <clears throat> I'll split the difference. I gave it a three. It's decent, but meh. Decent. Too many holes. Dick joke, anybody? Every time I, I don't know. Every time I hear the word decent, I just refer it to bubbles. <laughs> Nice fucking kitty. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Dick joke, pussy joke. Everybody wins. Oh boy. Dumpster slut jokes, you know. Dumpster sluts. I forgot. Oh fuck. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how everybody perks up as soon as the topic goes away. Mm, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, we're talking about the movie. Well, we better not say anything. Wait. Dicks and pussy are back. Okay, let's all jump in. <laughs> everyone, everyone, get a little out of here. Hey, I warned you. I didn't watch this beforehand, and I haven't no, seen it in fine. a very long time. That's fine. You're smarter than all of us. <laughs> um, let's do. Had let's I do, known. Let's do the A. <laughs> let's do it in the A. <laughs> let's do it in the A. <laughs> the attention of the movie is zero to five. How likely are you to rewatch this movie, Ashley? How, how, uh, you know, I'll just, I'm gonna stick with a sturdy two. All right. <laughs> I like your your answers are nice and short because you didn't watch it. 
Brandon, how about you? Uh, I am matured past the days of fapping to Asia Argento, so probably a one. A nice stiff one. Not going to rewash. Wow. Uh, Corey, how about you? I'll go two again on this because I think the performances of the actors are are good. I, I just don't think that there was much for them to to utilize. Their Fine. material was junk. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a two. I kind of agree with everything that Corey said. Uh, lastly, the panic, the P. We're at the end of our fapping. The P. Fapping the P. Fapping the P. How scary was this movie, Ashley? Did this movie scare the shit out of you when you recently watched it? Absolutely not. No, so you gotta give it a number. Can't read your mind. No. Oh, one. One. There you go. <laughs> Big one. Oh, that's fine. Brandon. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with a one. It's um, it's a Hollywood movie. It's not scary. Yeah, uh, Corey. Uh, yeah, I'm always unsure because. Scariness is a hard thing to rate. As far as effects, gore, and everything, it's just so mediocre. Uh, it's too bad because the expectation of these things is Romero films is where they're going to get you some original ideas and stuff. There was nothing original to this, so I'm going to also give it a one. Enough. Um, I'm just going to go with a zero. It, there really wasn't much to it. I thought That's even... not an option. That's not <clears throat> yeah, an option. You, oh, you yeah. Said... Zero to five. Zero to five. Oh, yeah. I thought you said one to five. No. Well, you want to go back and change your number to a zero? No, okay. no, I'm good. <laughs> zero to five. Your, your arbitrary number for the film you didn't watch? <laughs> right. That's a really good point. The Psychic Friends edition of the FAP score? I just like to be difficult. That's all. That's I noticed. <laughs> uh, awesome. Um, cool. That's the end of our FAPI. You can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at 805-328-3966. You can email us at pot at gncast.com. Leave us a message on the website. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Maybe you want more dick jokes, less dick jokes. More, more fap. Answers. More fap, less fap. Well, you want us to have a dick joke of the week section? Fuck. You want us to say fuck the movies and talk about dick for yeah. an hour? We'll, we'll, we'll do horror news and then talk about dick for half an hour. <laughs> Good news is we already do that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we just pepper in movie talk with dick talk. Uh, you can follow us. What? Well, I, I was gonna say it's the only reason I'm here. Fair enough. That's for peppery <laughs> dick. Peppery dick. I feel. I feel like that's my fault. I mean, I don't hear. You know, it's pretty on point when I'm not around. So fair enough. <laughs> you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at the podcast at podcast of terror, not the. Uh, subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, any of your favorite podcatchers. Leave us feedback. If you leave feedback, we'll read it and then talk about how much we love you. That's a thing that happens here. That's true. We do. We, sometimes we just let people who watch us show up. Mm-hmm. That's hey. true. It's true. And we're better for it. Mm, something like that. Aw, thank you, Corey. <sighs> Don't you two get a fucking room? All subscription <laughs> options and links can be found at gncast.com. So I subscribe. Why do I need a room? I'm not going to put a dumpster in there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was a zinger. Zing. Oh, you win. You win today. You win. <laughs> uh, you could uh, you could join us on Facebook under the Galactic Network. Um, Brandon, Ashley, where can people find you? You guys have to fight over who goes first. I don't care. Ashley. Ashley's behind the big slots. And... <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Well, I do have Facebook. It's not that hard. Ashley Gagnon, I have an Instagram, Mick Gagner face. I have an email if anybody ever wants to talk to me. Probably not. AshleyG9984 at gmail.com. 
hopefully one of these days I will be hopping on this bandwagon of podcasting a little bit more, work on something. We'll see. Brandon, it's your turn now. I don't know. She did such a good job. I just can't compete. Uh, You can find me at... Go ahead. No, what? Are you flicking me off? Are you flicking me off? Looks like you're flicking me off right now. Boy, they're fighting like normal people fight. Well, (laughs) right. So you can find me at igstudios.com with uh, my friend Nate Ward. We do, uh, well, we did podcasts. We'll do them again at some point. (laughs) So that's uh, igstudios.com. I've got two podcasts on my feed from you guys that are still like, Jackie Hearn's on both of them, which is nice because we love Jackie. But right. just in general, it's like, oh, here's the oh no, it's still that one. Okay, yep. uh, <laughs> maybe no, not yet. I'm waiting. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back soon. I mean, it's the new year, so we'll start again. I, I definitely need to get on Sonics and Sabers, given that Doctor Who is kind of back. Oh, I can't talk about Doctor Who here. My bad. I said I'd meet oh, you. that's right. That's right. But thanks. New Star Wars release. You know, there's a lot to talk about now. People died. Mary yeah. Fisher died. Her mother died. Right. That's sad. Sad stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too broken up about it. A lot of people died. <laughs> it's not crying at all. Matt's like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> no, it sucked, but I mean, a lot of people die every year. Anyways, Corey, right. where, where can people find you? Uh, people can find the comics that I work on at donutscomics.com. Also, if you're at all interested, and I'm not saying you should be, I wrote a couple stories there on Wattpad. You can look me up as Captain Temerity on Wattpad and read some shit, and I'm going to try to throw more stuff up there soon. Awesome. We love you, Corey. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MattTheLifeGuard. That's going to do it. Thanks. Talk to you guys next time. Bye. The Sci-Fi Survival Guide is a podcast like you've never heard before. It is part of the Galactic Netcasts, but that is where the similarities end. It's a sort of audio feast, a theatre of the mind. You can find out more by going to www gncasts.com slash survive Maybe you will find out how to survive a nuclear explosion or maybe when the hordes of zombies come knocking at your door Each month we will take a popular science fiction scenario and I will tell you how to survive Be prepared at gncasts.com slash survive Next week on the Podcast of Terror Next week we're joined by a little ditty named Jack and Dan to talk about Jason X That's That's right that's that's future Jason. Jason in space. Jason in Canadian space. Jason in Canadian space. He's, he's going to be extra nice when he murders people. And he'll probably apologize after doing so. Stab a donut right through you. <clears throat> a. A boot. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. Poutine. 
Boutique. Saying Canadian words now. Anyways, yeah, we'll be with our friends Jack and Dan from We Studios. Worst episode ever, all that shit. It'll probably be like a two-hour podcast. I'm just warning you. You might get some voices. We're going to get a lot of voices. I might get drunk, but probably not. Because I don't ever want to drink again after last night. <laughs> it was one of those nights. But anyways, thank you very much for listening to another episode of the Podcast Error, and we will talk to you guys next week. Stay scary, everybody. Bye. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. <laughs>